I'm Heather. And I'm Lenore. Like you, we had our aha moments when we finally realized that the way we were doing things just wasn't really cutting it. I left pharmacy and got certified in integrative nutrition. And I left medicine and became a certified life coach. Together, we're going to show you what changes you want to make to adopt a healthier lifestyle. And then how to manage your mind around those changes. So this is the last time you do it. We're Nutrition Minded. Hi, friends. Hello, we're back. Um, we are happy to be here and happy that you are here. And today we are going to talk about a reference point and as it applies to nutrition. And is your nutrition right or wrong? I think a lot of us get so caught up 100% in this rule or that rule or the fad or I heard this or I saw somebody do this or it worked for them so it sh should work for me and us thinking that our reference point is the only fact the only truth so reference point when I say that is us seeing things from our own perspective right and the knowledge, the information, the environment, the culture, whatever it is that how, what all these things that we've gained over the years, socialization, we're all socialized differently. We're all raised differently. Mm -hmm. We're all taught differently. And as that applies to nutrition, you may come across things throughout your life that you think, oh, that, yeah, that sounds about right. I can get on board with that. And maybe it doesn't work for you. Yeah. Um, maybe it wasn't right. Maybe it also wasn't wrong. Right. Maybe it just wasn't for you. Right. And when we were talking about the topic of this podcast, uh, Lenore, you said French, the book, you yeah. read a book, The French Women Never Get Fat. French Women Don't Get Fat. I cannot remember who wrote this, but it was probably 10 years or so ago that I read this book. And it was written by a woman who was describing the diets. It's got to be more than 10 years now, like 15. <laughs> the diets of women in France and why there's not an obesity epidemic in France the way there is here despite the fact that they eat bread, butter, cheese, and All the things that wine. we tell, you know, right. we're told are not good. That here yeah. we're told are bad foods, yeah. right? And she's like, well, really? Because they eat this every day in France and their weight is healthy. And so now that I know what I know, I realized that she actually was describing that French women, and again, you can't really generalize for the entire country, but she did, um, <laughs> that, they, that they basically had a food plan, which was, I know that we're going out to dinner tomorrow night and I'm going to enjoy two glasses of red wine. And so, because I know I'm going to do that and they have the best steak there and I really love their croissants. So in the morning, I'm going to have this for breakfast, like yogurt with some fresh fruit. And then at lunch, I'm going to have salad with a little bit of protein. And then at dinner, I am going to have those things that I really want to have at that restaurant. And I'm not going to make a big deal of it. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to feel bad for it. It's just, that's what I'm going to do. And she said that French women all had this mentality that they were going to enjoy the foods that they liked in moderation and not feel bad about it. And also make some uh, exceptions maybe, or do some things differently in their diet or exercise to offset that. So um, I just thought that was interesting that that was a, a food plan before I had even heard about like the in advance, yeah. not, not a diet like Monday, I'm going to eat this with lots of cottage cheese and Tuesday, I'm going to eat this with lots of cottage cheese. I see all these diet plans with cottage um, cheese. It yeah, makes me want to vomit. Yeah. 
Um, Actually, I do like cottage cheese, but blended. You should try it blended. Oh, I have not had it. Yeah. Okay. So then we were talking about both of us lived in Europe growing up at different times. I was 11 and 12. And so, you know, reference point in Belgium, um, it was the 80s. So we would go to the skating rink every weekend and they sold beer at the skating rink. So I would see kids my age with a beer and I'm like, "Uh, what are they doing? (laughs) Like. I'm sure not getting in trouble with my mom when she picks me up and smells beer, like not happening, but they sold beer at McDonald's. And so I remember, hi friends, if you're listening, the friends that I used to hang out and go to the the mall in downtown Antwerp (laughs) had a McDonald's on the second floor. So we would go and we would get chicken nuggets. And like one time we ordered a cup of beer and we sat it in the middle of the table and we all looked at each other and dared each other to drink it. Cause I, I was like, disgusting. That's so gross. Who would eat drink beer with a Big Mac, which made Heather laugh? Oh, yeah, because <laughs> I'm in Germany at 16 and going, yeah, a beer with a Big Mac. Yes, yes. that is exactly what I want. Which is so funny. But then, <laughs> then we're like, that's exactly it, though. That's the reference. Point. Right. I, and then I visited New Zealand in the early 90s. And so their McDonald's, their Big Macs would have a big slice of a beet and uh, like a fried egg. And to me, that sounds hideous. On the Big Mac. I can't. I and can't. I was just like, what is this? This is like a tragedy. What did you do to the Big Mac? <laughs> well, you ruined the Big I mean, Mac. I wasn't going to eat the Big Mac in the first place because I just ne- never really loved him that much. But like a beet <laughs> and an egg on yeah. a Big Mac. And they put stuff on pizza. I mean, I don't. I cannot remember the exact things that they would put on pizza. But I'm like, oh, no, we're just no, we're just going to have cheese pizza here. We're not going to yeah. have yeah, all this. What happened to the pepperoni? Why are you spoiling it with an egg? But this is like, <laughs> but this is, again, a different ref, different reference point. I mean, these are these are different places in the world. And so that's like part of their normal food there. And so I think that people get caught up in that there's a right way and a wrong way right. to do things. To eat anything. But in fact, these are preferences. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are probably sitting there going, yeah, but, you know, keto or yeah, but lettuce or yeah, but carrots. Mm -hmm. And truth is there are foods that are more nutritious for your body than others. Mm -hmm. There are habits that are better for longevity than Mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. But when it's all said and done, it's really just a preference. It's Mm -hmm. really just your reference point versus my reference point. Right. And we might have a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of difference and opinions. But again, it's just an opinion. It's just a reference point. Right. Another thing is uh, I I find a lot of people doing right now, and I'm not against it. So don't take this as a negative if you're listening, um, is intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. That's a really big thing that's going on right now. And it's not good for everybody. Right. It is not good for everybody. That kind of surprised me. And I keep seeing this ad on Facebook or Insta, maybe I can't remember which, but it's like, what intermittent fasting protocol you should follow based on oh, your the, body. Oh type. my God. I've gotten served that before. That's so ridiculous. I know. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is there any science behind this? I don't think so. I think yeah. you guys just made this up because there was some body type that I had never heard of before. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I know you made that up. That's nowhere. That's in no medical book. That's in no literature anywhere. Okay. But, but interestingly, there's some debate in the medical community about endocrinologists who have patients that are diabetic and I'm not talking about insulin dependent diabetics. I'm talking about non-insulin dependent type two or adult onset, whether or not intermittent fasting is helpful for them, because there's some physicians who are like, 
my patients are doing intermittent fasting and they're having a lot of success with it. They're able to come off of their supplemental insulin or come off of some of their meds. You know, there's a couple family practice docs. You're like, I've had patients who are able to come off of everything yeah. because they got their bodies metabolically healthy using this. And then there are other endocrinologists who are like, this is a disaster. I've had patients do this and they were, their blood glucoses were so labile, which means up and down, like scary high, really alarmingly low that they're like, I don't let my patients do this at all. And so I was just telling Heather that when I was in practice, I had a, an adult onset diabetic, the nicest, most compliant patient. Like if I told her, you know, I want you to do anything, she would do it because she really wanted to get healthy. And so her hemoglobin A1C, which was her um, average blood sugar reading over the past three months, that number had been slowly creeping up and her weight had been creeping up. And she came in and she said, look, I've got to do something. She's like, I have, I have a child I have to take care of. She's like, I'm, she was older. She was like early fifties and had an 11 year old. And to her, she felt older, but she's like, I can't be on all these medicines. I've got to do something. So we tweaked her medicines. We added something. I had her do some certain stuff diet wise. And she came back a month later for a follow-up and she was in tears. She said, Dr. Pierce, my weight went up four pounds and she was devastated. She's like, I have done everything right. And I was scratching my head. I'm like, gosh, that should have worked. Like everything that we did should have worked, but not with her. Right. That's what I came to find out. Metabolically, it did not agree with her. And here she is now that I know about thought work and coaching, I could be like, look, this is not about you. I mean, I realize it's your body and your weight, but don't make this that you're bad or you right. did something you didn't bad. do anything wrong. You, you did it. not follow the rules. I mean, you did everything yeah. I told you to do. Like you did everything that I said, my goodness, it didn't work. Let's figure out why. Like, let's get curious get now curious. instead yeah. of, you know, I screwed What's up better for my body. Right. Like, so, and that's where, what did you call that? You said nutrition, it's called bio-individuality. Yeah. It's an integrative nutrition. We call it bio-individuality, which means that we all have a different biology. Right. And so there is no one size fits all approach. Right. right. And, and, you know, I did intermittent fasting for years and it worked for me for a little while and then it didn't. Mm -hmm. And what the science, quote unquote, um, and, and I'm saying that in quotations because you can buy your science, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like not all science is created equally <laughs> and people will show people will show you studies that it is correct for you and it may not be correct for you. Mm -hmm. Your biology is going to be different right. than those that were studied and your biology is going to be different and your biology is going to adapt right. and change to whatever you put into your body. Right. Or whatever and you do. so over a period of time, what works for you might not work might for stop you working. later. Right. And and, and, and so what happened with me is I did intermittent fast for several years and then found out that the intermittent fasting worked so well, like ridiculously well on me that I was almost hypoglycemic mm -hmm. because of it. So my uh, fasted blood glucose was getting below 60 mm. and that's not Healthy, what you right? want. You yeah. know, you don't, I mean, and so I realized that what worked for me for a little bit was no longer serving me mm -hmm. and understanding that what you learned about nutrition and about foods in general and about, you know, diets or plans or, you know, whatever it is that you've come across 
may have worked once mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's going to work forever. Right. Also, if it works for somebody else, it may not work. It for may you. not work for right. you. And that's the point of this, right? Is that it's not a one size fits all. Right. And again, that goes back to the reference point. So um, get curious and get out of your head a little bit and understand that you might not be right and you might not be wrong. Yeah. And the, the shoulds are a big things that when our brains tell us that we should do things a certain way, we should follow we the should plan. We should do this did. because this worked for so-and-so yeah. then, uh, and then it doesn't work. Then you're like, but it should work. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost like a door's closed yeah. when you think it should work. Now you're just like in the what self-recrimination. How did I mess this up? Blah, blah, blah. And instead you could think this didn't work. I wonder why, because maybe it's just not going to work for you. I mean, right. that's our whole point. It's like, Food preferences, what we consider healthy here and where we live yeah. in our part of the country, other people in other parts of the country would be appalled, you know, and I don't mean Heather and I, I mean, like overall, what people consider um, a, a normal diet here, like things that are cooked in lard. And, you know, if it can be fried, it is fried. here. <laughs> I didn't really eat fried food before I moved mm-hmm. here, but I was like, I did not know that was friable. Yes. I mean, you can fry pickles, <laughs> you can fry Oreos. I'm really? I've seen Oreos. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Right. So ice cream, like, mm-hmm. I guess it's a Mexican restaurant thing. I wonder if they actually eat that in Mexico though. Anyhow, point know, being, it sounds Americanized. To it me. does yeah. basically if you fry it, but point being is that what, what you think or what you're told is what should work for you. It may not. And just be open to that, that it may not work for you. And that when you have tried something like Heather was saying, intermittent fasting worked for worked actually too well for her. And then she had to change. Right. I mean, you had to change your course right. in the middle of Now it. I can't go longer than 12 to 14 hours without eating because it messes, it messed up my hormones yeah. and it messed up my um, glucose. Yeah. And that doesn't, do you make that mean there's something wrong with you? No, absolutely not. Right. It means I've, I've, I guess I've grown out of that phase of <laughs> right. your body's changed. <laughs> My body changed right. and it worked while I needed it to work and, yeah. and moving on. Yeah. Um, but, but also I don't make, I don't make that right or wrong for anybody. You know, a lot of my clients still intermittent fast mm-hmm. and it works fabulously for some of them. Yeah. Some of them, it, it seems, doesn't. It seems like that intermittent fasting in particular is either like amazingly effective Yeah. or it, doesn't really do much yeah. except make the person upset because they're right. hungry. Right. And, and <laughs> you know, it, there's no reason to force it. Right. If it's, if not, it's working. not working. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of us that goes back to the, the whole a hundred percent and the right or wrong. Yeah. If, um, if it's not working and I feel like it should work right. because it worked for somebody else. Right. Now I need to force this and keep doing it and keep trying and keep just, Take what works for you and leave the rest. And hire a nutrition coach, seriously. And back, I mean, I'm I'm telling this, yes, please do, because I get so many questions and like, well, people send me um, TikToks and and Instagram reels and these things all the time. I get so many of them. Well, she said this, should I do this? Yeah. And she did this, should I do this? Um, And funny enough, I got one very recently that was this girl and she was like, these are the five things that you have to do 
And she's very matter of fact, coming from somebody who's lost 200 pounds, this is exactly what you need to do. Yeah, and these are the exactly five what works things. for her. I mean, it doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody else. And the person that sent it to me, I was like, okay, hold the phone just a second. Because her first one was drink at least one gallon of water a day. Oh, wow. Now you'll find me telling you that you should probably drink more water. Most people need to drink more water. But not everybody needs a gallon of water. No, day. that's actually too much for a lot of folks. Uh, it, right. Yeah. So it causes nutrient depletion if you're if it's too much for you. Yeah. And, and if, if you don't you know, start drinking that much water right off like, the bat, then you actually can drop your blood sodium level and it, and you will wind up in the emergency room. And with a mental that. deficiency. Yeah. And so and so I was like, well, that's bad advice. Yeah. Um, and then one of the other ones was um, gosh, I can't remember. Let me. Um, let me think a second. Cause I was really, um, really irritated by it really kind of set me off. Um, okay. oh, a diet is a diet. Um, and, but she was like, you know, find the diet that works for you forever. Oh, well, but your hold, body isn't going to stay on. the same. You're not forever. dieting forever. Yeah. And, and it, it, no, and your body's <laughs> needs change. From your body that. needs change. And the word diet alone mm -hmm. has no longevity to it. Mm -hmm. So you can't do anything like that forever. Mm -hmm. um, and then that creates rebellion and resistance. And I was like, no, no. Um, and I, but, but what was most disturbing to me about that was um, the way they people lay the facts out, mm. like, this is what works for me. So this is the Bible and you should follow this and right. this will work for you because, and it's dangerous actually. Yeah. Um, it's dangerous to give people advice right. <laughs> like that um, and not understand that everybody has a different body and a different biology and right. what works for you may not work for me. Right. And so instead of being like that TikTok influencer, what we're saying is, you know, make an appointment with your own physician, make an appointment with your own nutritionist and find out what works best for your body. Don't go by. And I always tell my kids, consider the source. Yes. Like, is this a person who has training in what they're talking about? Is this person licensed? Are they certified? Is this somebody who, you know, or is this just somebody who lost 200 pounds and she, you know, maybe she's a postal worker or she sells rugs for a living. I don't know, but she doesn't have any scientific training in this and because if she did, she wouldn't be recommending you start off drinking a gallon of water oh a day. God, that one just, <laughs> but like, if you, but if you don't know to look at like, what are her credentials? Is this person trained in what she's discussing? Then you might be like, well, I'm just going to start drinking a gallon of water a yeah. day. You know, I mean, you may be on medication that would be, if you drank that much water, you'd have a huge problem. So, yes. you know, please run all this by your own physician or at, at a minimum, if you're going to go on some type of, of diet plan, quote unquote, like what this woman was talking about. Meet with a nutritionist yeah. who can tell you, you know, you're not going to get anywhere near what you need for your macros. That's too much water, et cetera. So yeah, make sure that you're getting advice from somebody who knows what they're talking about. Agreed. Is Agreed. And, and again, just is your nutrition right or wrong? Um, and, and it may not be right and it may not be wrong and find your reference point and get curious outside of your reference point. Yep. You never know what you're going to find. You might find that you like beets and eggs. Wonder. <laughs> oh. Big Macs. Uh, <laughs> or beer with Big Macs. Beer with, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, might could come try. on, United States. Get with it. No, okay. That's a total joke. All right. So, guys, don't forget that you can email us your questions. We welcome those. 
Um, Lenore, your email is? It's just info, I-N-F-O, at thelifecoachmd.com. I'm not going to spell that out. Okay. It's just, and know. it's pretty... You guys can spell. And mine is um, Heather at completelywell.com and completely is spelled C-O-M-P-L-E-A-T-L-Y. You can also find us on Instagram at Nutrition Minded. So look us up, go give us a follow and send us your questions, especially if you have questions about this topic, because I feel like a lot of people are going to have a lot of questions about this topic and we'll address them in a future podcast. Yes, we will. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you.